During an interview with NTV's Nation Television, Dan Mwangi in September 2020, Dr. Nancy Barasa, Kenya's first Deputy Chief Justice after the promulgation of the 2010 Constitution, remarked, men get away with murder in this country. This was a clinical dissection of systemic gender inequality in Kenyan public life where women are shamed on basis of, failed, marriages, barrenness or mere lack of children, dressing and conduct unworthy of a woman. Women are not supposed to drink, get too much education, age with reckless abandon before marriage. Dan Mwangi was probing the former Deputy Chief Justice if she thought her removal from the office of DCJ was unfair following the December 31, 2011 village market incident when the then-DCJ assaulted, slapped, for clarity, Rebecca Caribou, a security guard. Did Nancy Barraza regret the incident that led to her fall? Well, I recall many Kenyans waited with bated breath to witness a contest between feminized biblical David and Goliath. Predictably, a seemingly powerless security guard brought down the vice president of the Supreme Court. Would things have been different had a male DCJ been forced by a guard to undergo security checks at a mall, a scuffle, his slapping of the guard? In the Kenyan classic imagination, a guard's inspection of a powerful man instead of pulling out a military salute would have been an act of disrespect. Perhaps Nancy Barraza's removal from the office of the DCJ wasn't really a fall, seeing that none of the current Supreme Court judges desires to contest for the office of Chief Justice after David Moraga's retirement. Things at the judiciary have not been cozy since the Kenyatta regime made true its threats to revisit the judiciary after the annulment of the 2017 algorithmic presidential elections. DCJ Philomena Mwilu will have to live with traumatizing memories of having her security guard shot and wounded at a time when she was supposed to hear petitions on the presidential elections. It was a time when the agents of Uhuru Kenyatta and his deputy William Ruto saw some of the Supreme Court judges as unpleasant hindrances to their unstoppable ascendancy to power. The wounding of one security personnel is a sufficient warning signal, even when blamed on robbers. The art of scapegoating has been in Kenya for almost a century. Ag Chief Justice Philomena Mwilu. It appears Kenyan women in leadership positions are shackled with patriarchal chains. They are supposed to be loving and forgiving mothers who are loyal to the patriarch of the house. For instance, Kenyans well acquainted with the Ukambani politics know that Sheridan Gilu, the governor of Kitui County, has labored considerably for the people she represents. On the other hand, Gilu's foil Kalonzo Masioka who trends with the alias Watermelon, considerably undercutting the market value of watermelons in Kenya and the entire East and Central Africa trading bloc, is supposed to be the kingpin of Ukambani politics. Clearly, Watermelon is a man who has never demonstrated independent thought or standpoint on any political matter since the beginning of time and, perhaps, to the day when trumpets will sound so that proletariats and some peasants may wake from the dead and trek to heaven. While the late Samuel Kivuitu expressed his remorse for having announced Mwai the Midnight President in December 2007 even when the votes at tallying centers suggested otherwise, an act which inaugurated unprecedented bloodshed across Kenya, Kalonzo still feels proud to have scooped the vice presidency from the blood. Jared Ngilu, Governor of Kitui County It is also strange that activists who would rather die than have Philomena Mwilu hold the acting position as Chief Justice of Kenya, have not petitioned for the removal from office of powerful men like Okath Obato, the governor of Migori County who has been mentioned in the murder of a pregnant Sharon Odieno in September 2018. In August 2020, the same governor was charged in court for misappropriation of over 73 million shillings allocated to the county. A similar case is that of the murder of Mercy Kano in June 2011. 
The then MP of Juja William Kaboko was adversely mentioned in Kano's murder inquest. But Kaboko would hop over the tragedy like a locust and become governor of Kiambu. It is also known to many Kenyans that the charge tax evasion is a slap in the face of those who have refused to sing neither soprano nor alto to the powers that be. When powerful men abuse the offices entrusted to them or, worse, commit murder in Kenya, they run to political kingpins for sanctification after which they are reintegrated into society. There are men in Kenya who have been indicted for atrocities against humanity and still hold powerful offices. It is never the same case with women. The patriarchal script dictates that Caesar's wife must be beyond reproach.